Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Seven Podcast. Usually I dive into a specific entrepreneur field, but today I'm diving into the life of a mom entrepreneur, or as they call them, mompreneurs. Entrepreneur life isn't easy. Mom life isn't easy. So to be able to balance the two takes a lot of resilience and that doesn't get recognized enough. So I'm here to shine light on that. I myself don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes. If you're a mother and on the fence about becoming an entrepreneur, hopefully this episode opens your eyes. But I'm going to be quiet and let them introduce themselves and then we'll get into it. Okay. Um, my name is Sky. I am 28 years old. I'm from New York, currently living in New Jersey. Um, I work full time and I'm also a lash tech. Hopefully, um, you know, within the next year, I can be a full time lash tech or I would say better off, you know, a trainer. Um, I think education within the lash world or the lash field is um, where I actually want to end up. But yeah, that's where I'm at now. Um, I guess I'll go. Uh, My name is Christina. Um, I am currently um, out of San Diego. Um, I own a lingerie line and I also own a bartending school. Um, And I also bartend in downtown San Diego. So um, I work at a lot of clubs, um, a lot of bars and things like that. So Hi, my name is Marche. I'm 26 years old. I am from Cleveland slash Nashville. I'm currently active duty military, but I will be retired very soon. I currently do real estate and I am getting close to getting my foot wet in the trucking industry. And I have a six month old baby boy. Okay. Okay. So um, what came first, the mother life or entrepreneur life? Uh, Mother's life came first for me. Um, My son is 12. Um, so yeah, motherhood definitely came first for me. Uh, yeah, same here. Motherhood came first for me, but the same year, um, that I gave birth is when I actually took my, um, last training and been doing it ever since. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, entrepreneurship came for me, honestly, kids wasn't even in like the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't even in the plan, <laughs> um, but it was definitely uh, entrepreneurship. Okay, okay. How did y'all start? Like, uh, what made you start your entrepreneurship? Um, for me, it was um more so like during COVID time, and um, we kind of had like that, um. Um, we kind of had like that surge of like small businesses opening um, and I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily want to do the same thing that everybody was doing. Um, and I had already been like modeling here and there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's how the lingerie thing kind of came about for me it was um, I love lingerie and it just kind of made sense <laughs> to go like that route. So um, and then the bartending um, I've been bartending for a long time um, and people are always asking me to train them or like give them the ins and outs of it. Um, and eventually it's kind of like, okay, I might as well start making money teaching people how to bartend. So um, that's kind of how that came about for me. Okay. Um. Dang, I don't even really remember. I know it was definitely before COVID. Um, I want to say that it started for me looking into other things uh, because I was on bed rest pretty much my entire pregnancy. So um, I wasn't able to work anymore. Um, Literally, like at 20 weeks, they at my 20 week appointment, they put me on bed rest. So for 17 weeks straight, I was literally out of commission. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if I grew interest to doing lashes just from being home all day, seeing other people doing it. Um, I wasn't a person who went and got my lashes done frequently. I really don't know, you know, what drove me to do that. I don't know if it was the feeling of being a new mom and like. You know, I want to, you know, uh, try my best and this full-time job just isn't cutting it or like, you know, me wanting like, you know, um, to move out of my mother's house and, you know, 
not feeling comfortable with what I was making um, working uh, the nine to five job. I really don't know what exactly drew me to begin doing lashes. Um, but I've been doing it ever since uh, I gave, like I said, like the first year that I gave birth, I started doing lashes and um, I really didn't enjoy doing it at first. I think it was for me, I was really in it like just, you know, to have like a, a side hustle, another income. Um, mm-hmm. But with trial and like tribulations, um, as I, you know, see my work getting better, as I see myself making people happy, I just continued it and I've been doing it ever since. And that's actually, you know, what I want to um, forward my career path doing. Okay. So, yeah. Um, mine was, I've always kind of lived my life kind of on a winged stage. Um, I feel like I just now got grounded now that I have a kid, but I always knew I wanted to do business. I already knew when at a young age that working was just not something I really wanted to do. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to work, um, for myself, but I just know, like, I just didn't want to work hard. I just, I see my parents do it and that's just something I wasn't interested in. So, um, you know, active duty military, I've been in almost 10 years. And as I was going through the military, I was like, this is just not it. Like, I just don't see me doing 20 years. I had to figure something else out. A lot of my peers and counterparts, people I ended up being friends with through the military, a lot of them were making outside money, doing like the same things that these ladies do, like, you know, hair, makeup, lashes, and I'm not good at any of those. So I was like, okay, well, you know, God, what, what can I do? And, um, my this is super random but my supervisor my chief he was like why don't you just buy a house and start real estate and I was like what he's like yeah it's just it's really easy which is not easy but he's like yeah (laughs) so I was like Mm -hmm. okay so I I ended up buying my first house in 2020 like right around COVID at the end um again like I was making it I really didn't even expect to get the house I was just like if I get it I get it if I don't I don't I ended up getting it and then I put my first tenants in there in December. So I bought the house in November. I put my tenants in there in December. And then um, that was a very um, funny thing to do. Like, what I mean by funny, like, that was so difficult. I didn't even know that being a landlord was, like, going to be that hard. And at the time, I was 25, and I just found out I was, like, pregnant. So I was like, oh, shit, what am I about to do? Um, and then after that, uh, I seen a lot of my other friends get into trucking. Like that was making them money, like more money to do other things. So I was like, okay, that's something I'm also interested in that I wanted to do. My goal for working has always been to be behind the scenes. Like I never want to be the face for mm-hmm. anything. Like I never want to be like this big, I want to always be in the background. Like that's my main like goal as a, uh, my own boss, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like silent killer. So like, how do you guys balance the two it's hard Um, yeah it's hard I would say um trying to have a good schedule or like at least a good routine um but it's it's hard (laughs) like life is obviously you can't just always plan everything to be perfect um and right the every day so um I don't I try to just take on every day like just with a new perspective um just like new motivation, things like that. Um, I try to get my son, like, you know, to help me, like, either passing out flyers or, like, you know, I'm mailing orders out, you know, I'm having him tape the labels or, you know, just stuff like that. So um, it's kind of like we're still spending time together, kind of, he's kind of getting involved in the, like, entrepreneur world and things like that. So um, that's kind of how I balance it. Um, I try to do a lot of stuff while he's at school um, so I can try to like spend as much time with him while he's not in school um, mm-hmm. and yeah okay. um, yeah so for me like um, so I remember I told you guys that I started doing lashes like you know the first year um, that I gave birth so she really is like a lash baby like because <laughs> um, <laughs> like she's been right by my side doing lashes from like the moment I started. So when I first initially started, I was working um, out of my mother's house because that's where I was living at the time. And so she was there, right? Because that's her home. Mm -hmm. And then um, eventually I started working in a salon and she was there. She would be right there in the stroller with me. And I mean, is that's... 
that kind of scenery is for me it was it was good because you know like the woman the other ladies in the shop the owners and everything like they would help me out so like I would have her sitting like you know right beside me in front of a tv you know watching some you know kids show but let's say if she needed to like um if she was hungry or if she was like dropping the bottle they would help me you know but most of the time like is me, you know, balancing both lashing and then, you know, trying to prop something up like, you know, like a, a pillow or a towel or something that could hold her bottle for her. That was in her really like, you know, early stages. But I mean, she's four now. So now she's kind of used to it. She's still with me every single every single day, every client I have. She's right with me. Um, but now since she's getting bigger and she I guess, you know, she's accustomed to it. As long as she's occupied with something, she's right by my side. She helps me. If I say, oh, you know, can you go and get me this? Or can you throw this out for me? Like, she's like a little assistant for me now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's... And then, you know, of course, like, you know, on rare days, you know, if there's somebody that's, like, for instance, if her dad's not working and I have a client that day, if he could watch her, then he'll watch her. Um, but most of the time, I don't even ask for that because she's so accustomed to that, you know, work environment with me doing lashes that she knows, like, all right, this is what's going on. Like, I'm going to sit over here. I'm going to, you know, be on my iPad or I'm going to eat my chicken nuggets. Like, I'm going to help her out when she needs help. But it is hard and it's, it's extremely hard, especially um, adapting to that when you have a newborn. So, Marsha, um, Marsha, right? Yeah, it's. It's Marche, you're fine. Yeah, I, I I know, I know, especially if your child is not in daycare or something like that. Um, I know, especially if you take, well, um, you're behind the scenes and this your your business sounds like it's probably like, you know, working on its own. Um, but like mm -hmm. me where I'm like hands on and I have to yeah. be there like doing lashes and like you know, I take clients in the evening because I work a nine to five. Like I can't, she's not gonna be in the daycare. So she's right there with me, but that beginning newborn yeah. doing it that stage was extremely tough and mm -hmm. yeah. I was just like the um I don't want to see if I messed your name up um Christina yeah okay. just like Christina was saying like the whole balance thing like taking it one day at a time is like my main mantra for like being a mom like, especially doing with business like the other two ladies like they're like physically hands-on like working like their boots on ground doing you know what they need to do so like you know say for instance like Scotty you know she's not a mood but you know she has to lash like you got to push past that like for me mine's like I feel like you know you guys are like physical and mental mine's is like like super mental um because you know a lot of mine's is behind the scenes like and I just now started to I just learned a new trick about real estate about not really kind of being around and being like too accessible for your tenants um for me the way I balance it is I guess like they said, I just take it one day at a time. Like my six month old, he is in, you know, he's in military like daycare. So like he goes there, but every two seconds they call me for anything to come pick him up. So it's just like, is he really in daycare? Um, right. But for the most part, like I already have like issues with myself mentally. So like just being a mom and then still doing what I have to do, it is a struggle. But just knowing how I was raised and how I don't want my son, I want my son to have every opportunity to live life and not be on some like, well, my mom worked so much that we weren't able to do X, Y, and Z. Um, so that's like the only thing that really kind of keeps me like, okay, today's not a really good day, but I got to do this. And some days, just like Christina was saying, like, I just don't. Like some days I really just don't do it. Like it mm -hmm. just depends. If it's really like a tough day for me, I just will not do it. I will pick him up from daycare feed him do what I need to do let him play and then that's it for me like I won't do anything calls texts anything you know it's like kind of protecting yourself a little bit so yeah. you don't like lash out at people because being a mom I didn't know this because you know I'm a new mom but I didn't know like being a mom came with so much mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot that they don't tell you about being a mom <laughs> before you become a mom <laughs> Like, even before you get the child out of you, the things that go on during pregnancy alone, they don't they don't really share that. Like, it looks very, like, glamorous and, oh, like, this is beautiful. Not everything is, like, beautiful. And that's okay. Like, you know? Yeah. Thanks. So, like, is there anything that could help you guys, like, with the process or, like, yeah, like, pretty much the process? Like, would you guys recommend, like, 
having like a planner or like a whiteboard or like I don't know anything that will help me personally I think that um, having a good support system is probably the best thing that you can have um, to help you because um, I mean I don't know about everybody else I, me personally I'm a single mom so it's it's a little bit harder like I my son doesn't see his dad or he doesn't have like a relationship with his dad at all so um, having my parents and like my brothers and you know my friends and his play aunties and play uncles and things like that um I would say to not be afraid to ask for help either because I think as moms we take on this like superwoman complex where we want to you know we got to pick up the kids from school we got to drop them off we got to have dinner ready we got to have you know this that and the third and I know for me personally that's one thing I'm working on is being okay with asking for help and not being so like hard on myself when I need it you know and I think that Mm -hmm. that's like that that's probably the biggest thing I mean I'm I'm not the most organized person (laughs) at all (laughs) I try to do the schedule thing. I try to do the whiteboard thing. I try, I try, and it just there's day every day is different for me. So it's like even though I may not have an appointment, or you know, I might not have because I also part bartend private parties, and you know, I may not have a shoot in the morning, but two o'clock rolls around, I'm getting a call like, hey, can you come shoot at, in four hours? And now I got to find out, figure out a way to get my son from school to home or, you know, things like that. So not every day is going to be the same, um, especially when you are entrepreneur. So it's having that like support system and that backup is probably the best thing that I could say. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree 100% with Christina. Support system is very important. Um, Even if that, you know, everybody doesn't have a support system within their family like you know a lot of people you know have relocated may not have family around them at the time or you know may not be in the best position to ask their family for help or whatever the scenario is sometimes your support system also like can be a friend that you trust um you know a lot of times if you end up putting your child in some sort of like daycare program um a lot of those a lot of times like you know those 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 workers they become they treat your kid like you know like one of theirs and like I've had you know when you know when when uh, my daughter was younger and she was in daycare um she has such a good bond with uh you know her teacher you know whatever we call them um her teacher was asking me like you know if you ever need help on Saturdays or whatever just let me know and you know me just as like a first time mom like you know very overprotective I'm like no like you know she's gonna <laughs> the, the cameras with you here on Monday right. and Friday but but you know like you know sometimes like you know create those bonds even if it's without you know if even if it's um not within your family like if you see somebody's loving on your child and you're comfortable with them create those bonds like it doesn't have to be a family member or somebody that you grew up with like you know there's people like you know who are genuinely there like and want to help and you know um explore that but um so support system definitely is like you know if you can get that like (laughs) go all the way with that because everybody needs someone like you know um, yeah. But also yeah. another thing is, is um, earlier this year, I kind of had like a, a kind of like a breakdown, like an eternal breakdown between myself and like, um, I guess my business where like I had just moved to Jersey and it was just too much like the, you know, um, the working all day and then after straight from work rush hour driving back to the city and rush hour you know every single day to do lashes it just took a toll on me and I didn't realize it until it happened um but I did wish that I caught it sooner um but I'm happy that it happened because my focus was so much on making money making money making money that I had to step back and say okay you gotta have like another you know like Joe said to me today, he said, what's your end goal? And it can't just be all about money. Like, what is making you happy? What are you actually doing this for? Like, you know, and 
it's if you ask me, it's for my child, right? I want her to be as comfortable as she can. But if I'm not happy, you're not gonna be comfortable no matter how much money you have. Yeah. So so I had to basically instead of working or you know, allowing people to book Monday through Saturday, I had to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take as many people as I can, maybe two or three days out of the week. And those other two days, like that's just free time, me and you's time, and I feel so much better. So don't overcrowd yourself like you know, just focusing on money, 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 money. Like, make sure you have some time somewhere during the week, whether it's a day or two, you know, whatever it is, that you could just reset, come back to, you know, not working life and, you know, enjoy your family, enjoy your child, like, you know, and just have a peace of mind because overworking yourself, yeah, you know, the the benefit is going to be the money, but you're going to be overworked and you're not going to even going to enjoy that money that you just made. You're going to be tired. You're not going to want to do anything. You might fall into a depression and moms, we know all about that, you know, postpartum and, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, have like uh, Christina said, trying to be superwoman all the time and the mother role does not stop. So don't overwork yourself. You're already overworked being a mom, period. Like, you know, doing something else as well. That would be my suggestion. Uh, I, I agree with both these ladies, um, especially like the support. I never, you know, like I said, kids went in the plan, so I never felt the need to need to talk because it was just me. So when I had my son, I never knew how much I needed other people. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I live in Maryland. My son's dad live in Virginia, just because you know we're stationed apart. So our dynamic is so difficult. You know, he comes when he can. You know, duty. He has another kid that's in Virginia. So it's just like there's so many um, there's so many like things that go on between like us trying to, you know, parent together. So it is difficult for me. And I have my roommate. She's his godmom. Thank God um, we live together because without her, I probably would have lost it like a long time ago. Um, Support is so big. And if I ever really, truly need like help. Um, just like Sky said, I'm super overprotective over my kids, so I just can't let anyone because you just now right. in today's day, you just you really see consistently on the internet about people being weird or wanting ill will intent towards your child. So now that I'm a parent, I think like mm-hmm. the only person that could actually keep my son son like keep him is barely his dad. Um, I'm, all, <laughs> I'm still skeptical about that, but uh, it's my mom. I will fly my son to Nashville to go be my mom so support it support is like literally like I feel like the only thing that uh the most thing a mom can have and just like they were saying about super mom I think I have a a close friend to me she resembled super mom but I never seen behind the scenes how it really affected her and so when Mm -hmm. I first had my kid I wanted to quote-unquote be super mom but I had to get into my own rhythm and my own uh foot footing of who I was as a mother like I'm not like she said like I'm not a super organized person. Like I have a whiteboard and a planner. I'll probably use them probably once every two months. <laughs> um, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not fake it till you make it. Like I'm I'm super transparent and I'm super like if I could do it, I could do it. If I can't, I can't. But I do try. I will say I do try extra because I have a son. Cause I don't know if y'all got the vibe yet, but I'm like super free spirited as a person. So like, mm-hmm. but with my kid, I, I want, like they said, a routine a balance I don't want to just be like willy-nilly and then my son has no ground so right. yeah like support is like I just didn't realize how much because if you're a person who kind of feel like you don't need people in general and then you have the kid you're like whoa like it's you you're in a totally different playing field after you have your child and it's it's hard to even trust people sometimes because you don't know who has the best intentions for your child more than you so yeah mm-hmm. I agree is like the best thing they can have yeah i I can't speak for a mother because obviously i'm not a mother but i feel like that's good that you guys are like humble and like transparent about it and like you guys know what you need to move forward and i feel like people that's listening can get that insight and maybe have a different perspective on it so thank you for that um, I know Sky, you, you, you say you're um like Jayla, she's around, she's around you mm-hmm. when you work. Um, Marche and Christina, I'm not sure if your children are around you when you work, but I know children are like sponges, like they absorb everything. So like, as far as like the skills that you hone or like the um like the entrepreneurial life that you have, 
I don't know if you want to pass that down to them or you would want them to venture out like you guys did and just try new things. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, well, <laughs> I, um, okay. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily like have my son, like he won't come to like photo shoots and like things like that. Cause it's girls walking around in lingerie and mm. no, so that's a no, <laughs> but, um, and the bartending thing, like, you know, obviously he can't come to the club, but, um, like when I work at the restaurant or, uh, things like that, you know, we have a lot of like celebrities that come in or, um, you know, just a, a lot of events and normally we don't let kids come, but because he is my son and, you know, sometimes I don't have a babysitter. So sometimes he has to come, um, and he's able to be in that environment and kind of like see behind the scenes and kind of like, it's kind of cool for him. Um, Cause I'm a nosy mom as well. And I go through his phone and so like, <laughs> you know, telling his friends like, Oh, I met so-and-so I met, you know, this <laughs> celebrity and he'll really act like it's nothing around me. Like he'll be like, Oh, nonchalant. Like I'm like, okay, am I, am I not cool enough for you or something? I don't understand. <laughs> he doesn't met like, but um, it does like, it does when I see it on the back end, like he won't come back to me and tell me obviously, but it took for him to like, to see him being able to like kind of boast about that with his friends. And it kind of just gives me like a, it, it allows him to see that um, even though like I do have, like, I still obviously am working for somebody helping them out. Um, that ties into my entrepreneurship because I'm constantly talking to people, uh, telling them about my bartending school or telling them about my lingerie line. And even though he's not, you know, directly helping me with the lingerie and stuff like that um you know when I'm setting out orders or you know um just doing like marketing or you know things like I need to mail stuff out or he's helping me in those sense and when I'm able to make adjustments to my schedule to like cater to him and I see that that kind of like he was opposed to when I had an office job and I couldn't do those things I can tell his happiness and the in in those changes so he definitely can he picks up on the entrepreneurship um he definitely does not I don't think he'll want to go into like bartending or anything like that um but he definitely in his own own skills and own you know talents and stuff I already see like he has that entrepreneurship in him and not that entrepreneurship is for everybody but just Mm -hmm. that drive and that motivation and um you know it's just kind of teaching you life skills, whether you become an entrepreneur or not, but it's just, at least it's him seeing me work hard and me achieving things that I wanted to achieve in my dreams and mm-hmm. at least setting a foundation for him to not have to struggle so hard in life. And, you know, that's, yeah. obviously, that's our goal as a mom is, you know, we want to give our kids better. We want our kids to do better than we did. So I feel like as long as uh, that foundation is being set, you know, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be happy whatever he chooses to do, whether he be, you know, whatever road he goes on, but at least he's able to see that this hard work and all the things that come with entrepreneurship, he's able to see that and learn from it. So. Right. Um, yeah. So my daughter, she's definitely a sponge. She's like my little shadow. And I think that's my yeah. fault. That's your, my daughter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I I already see her um you know uh watching my every move especially with like work like when I'm working my regular job I had to get her you know I got to give her my MacBook so she could pretend like she's typing on that cuz she sees me typing and then when I'm doing lashes it's like if she sees me get up she'll try to hop in my stool and like brush somebody's lashes or something so I already see her um you know, wanting to do things not not because, you know, she may want to, but just because she sees me doing it and like, you know, I'm her mom. So of course she's going to look up to me, right? Now, if she said to me at 15, 16 years old, Ma, I want to, you know, I want to work. I want to make my own money. Can you teach me how to do lashes? I'm here for it 110%. Um, just because that is something that me, I don't, you don't even got to pay to go and do like, I could teach you myself. And I know that this is a great way for you to be a young entrepreneur starting off. But what I like, you know, um, 
want her to do that just because I'm doing it? No. Like, I would hate if she was only doing that because she seen me doing it. I want her to go into something that she actually, you know, thought about and said, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to become. I don't want her to, like, walk in my shadow or ever feel like she needs to, you know, continue something I started. I want her to do things you know, for herself and, you know, things that she enjoys and truly thought out and sat down and said, this is for me. So if she wanted to learn from me, definitely, you know, no problem. But I would just want to make sure that she's happy doing whatever it is she wants to do. And it's not just because she sees me doing it, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Um, so for me, my so who I am as a person I don't plan on working for nobody but I don't want my son to feel like that's who he is as a person I am like super advocate for like supporting him in every like adventure or anything that he wants to do whether if he wants to be an artist or if he wants to stop rapping he's not doing no mix we're not doing that (laughs) Um, but everything else like I want to support him like I don't want him to be like yeah I want to just do my own business because I see my mom do it I am going to teach him the necessary skills like how to talk to people how to present <laughs> yourself you know how to invest stuff like that but I won't um I, you know how like back in the day when I guess you would see on tv kids parents would be doctors so they've like so you have to be second generation mm-hmm. doctor like no that's not what I want for him I really just want to him to have every opportunity to explore and do what he loves and likes to do I think that's why we're like all in business because you know I, I don't know about anybody else and me coming up my parents didn't um have a they didn't have a lot so my opportunities were limited based off money alone so by me having that and having that freedom and all that other stuff he's able to do and try whatever and find himself because I'm like 26 and I'm still trying to find myself Mm-hmm. So that's like my goal for him. I will teach him like how to run a business, how to manage people, how to talk to people, you know, all those necessary steps. If you do want to be his, if he does want to be his own boss, but I'm not going to say, look, you're not working for anybody because everyone, you know, that's not everyone's thing. And I think um, some people, I think like our society just keeps, they just keep making it seem like everyone has to be a business owner and you just don't mm-hmm. like, it's not right. for everybody. And I don't, want to pressure him to feeling like yeah you're not working for anybody because that's just like if you work for somebody then you're not you know a good person or a strong person no I want him to do whatever makes him happy except being a mixtape black artist (laughs) (laughs) that's just not gonna happen (laughs) that's true I mean you I know you all want your children to do what they love to do but would you rather them do what they love make money on their own dime so that they can have their own free time, like uh, instead of working for somebody, I, f- I feel like that's more rewarding in my opinion. But like, I know you don't want them to just follow this road of not working for somebody, not working for somebody. I mean, I just feel like that's the more rewarding path. But you, you guys are the moms, so you not you you know what's best for them. So, um, I think that if he chooses to go that route, um, I would just the best advice that I would be able to give him is that as much as you think that you're not going to be working, like if you think that going into entrepreneurship is going to be giving you a chance to work less or not work as hard, or it's like an easier route. Uh, that's not the case because <laughs> you work in more, you doing, you're taking on more. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just like a, Oh, I, now I got all this free time and I can work when I want to, then you're not really making no money and you're really not about your business then because entrepreneurship, because when I first started off as in, as an entrepreneur, my head, I thought I'm about to just work when I want, have more free time, live my best life. I'm gonna take my laptop to the beach. No, and actually diving into it, if I, if you would ask me now, I would have changed being an entrepreneur, but I probably would have went into it with a different mind frame as opposed mm-hmm. to it's going to be easier because it was definitely mm-hmm. not that. And so yeah. um, I would definitely want him to know the th- know that and know that you, you know, you're putting your own money, you're putting in your own time, you're sacrificing a lot of things and not saying it's always the easiest or the you know the best way but it's not I don't want him going into it thinking that it's an easy route 
I would want him to be equipped with knowing the whole, the the pros and the cons, and then making that decision. And even if you have to work for somebody else while you're pursuing your entrepreneurship, you know, it's not always just a one road, you know, we're not just taking one road to get to the goal or destination. Mm -hmm. There's many different roads and whatever road um, he chooses to take. I just want him to know that I support him and that um, whatever he learned from watching me work and, you know, do Mm -hmm. what I do, then I just want him to be prepared and have all the tools to make that decision. Right. Um, Yeah, I agree with everything Christina said. Um, I think that what most importantly for me, I wouldn't push my child into being involved in entrepreneurship. One, because honestly speaking, it's just not for everybody. Everybody doesn't have like, you know, the qualities or the mindset, the commitment, the, you know, that drive to be, you know, an entrepreneur. And that is okay. Um, I would just want my daughter to, you know, be good in whatever way good comes to her. Like, you know, like I come from my mother, like the same way. It's so funny because the same way that my daughter is with me, like I am with my mother. Like I literally watched my mother And, like, I'm literally, like, a mini version of my mom now. Like, you know, like, my mom was, like, my role model. She was always a hustler. She was always finding, you know, and she always had an idea of something. Very smart, you know, started multiple businesses, you know, just was always working, hustling, whatever. And then always making sure her kids were good. And that's who I see myself as now. I would just want her in, you know, whatever way she's going to be able to take care of herself and, you know, down the line when she chooses to have a family, take care of her family and be independent and not have to depend on anybody else or, you know, look for, look to a man or whatever, you know, she's going to be good on her own. That's what I would want her to do, whether that is working, um, you know, for somebody, working for herself, whatever that is. Because first of all, what people should also understand is, is that entrepreneurship, when you start your own business, it's very rare that things happen overnight. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's, I'm literally three years, almost four years into my business and still, yes, you're four, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm still not, my business is still not where I need it to be, where I feel comfortable enough to quit my full-time job, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, and that could possibly be because I have not quit my full-time job, but my full-time job, my nine to five job that I still have is my comfort zone. You know, when yeah. you're like working in a, working on your own, you could have a great week. And then the next week you could have a slow week. Mm-hmm. And my nine to five job, like I know that every two weeks I'm getting paid this amount. And I'm, you know, like God forbid if my business, if I said today, I don't want to be a business owner anymore. I still have my nine to five job that I know is going to pay my bills. And that's why I keep it like, you know, and me, I'm kind of a scary entrepreneur because everybody else, you know, all the people, you know, I think you do have to take that leap and just solely throw yourself into, you know, your business 100% to see its full potential. Um, but I don't want to ever like make my child feel like there's anything wrong for working for someone else, because as long as it is paying your bills and keeping you fed, then I'm good with that, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree with both of them. Uh, like how they were saying about their businesses, like I'm like probably two years into my business and it's at a standstill right now. Just like Christina said, I thought, you know, I was going to just go buy a semi-truck and I was about to be yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I was just about to be designer down. I just thought all these things that I've seen on social media was going to happen because I've seen other people live that way. Yeah. And two years in my business and I was so discouraged. I was like, a second thought, maybe I should just, you know, figure something else out. So, you know, being, like she said, being a business entrepreneur is not for everybody. Um, and you do have those, like she said, her last business might be good. My, you know, some days it might not. You, some people can't handle that, you know, and a lot of people on social media keep pushing us to say, like, you don't want your kids to work for anybody, your kids, this, your kids, that. I want my son to do whatever he wants to do. I just want to have the money for him to be able to do it. That's like the only goal for me. Like, 
if he wants to go to med school, I want to be able to pay for a full out. If he wants to do this, I want to be able to like that's I just want to support him as much as I can. I, I see what you were saying. Like it is more, I guess, lucrative to not work for somebody and be free. But, um, you know, people we um, sorry, I'm stuttering because my son is doing a lot. We, <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> we need other people like just randomly. I, I seen. I'm a garbage man. And I was like, wow, I would never pick garbage. But in my mind, I'm like, thank God we have garbage men. So that's how I look at life. Like, everyone is not meant to just be out, you know, on the computer and the beach, work from home. Like, that's not everybody's, like, go-to. Like, we mm-hmm. need other people to do other stuff. So I would teach him everything is necessary to make his own money. I'm probably the parent that if he does call me, I'm probably just going to give it to him. His dad, not so much. That's <laughs> like, work hard, work hard. You got to work hard. <laughs> that's kind of me. But I'm more like, oh... I'll get it for you. Don't worry about it. So, but you know, I, I'm still going to teach him the necessary things about being independent. Like she said, like for her daughter, not to need a man, I'm going to teach my son to be a man. Cause I just feel like we're, you know, kind of coming slim up on that in this generation. So I want to teach him to be a man and provide and to have a skill set. You know, I feel like that's another thing you don't have men, like men don't have a skill set. So I want my son to be able to provide have a skill set and just whoever he decides to be with to know that they're being taken care of. Cause I feel like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like because I, the reason why I am a hustler is because of that, like aspect a little bit, you know, like, cause I feel like I have to provide for myself no matter what. And I want my right. son to make somebody's daughters to feel safe that they wouldn't have to feel like that. If they want to do great, but if they don't, my son got you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I feel you. I feel you. I definitely. I agree with everything you guys said. Gave me a different, perspective on it especially when you said thank god there's garbage man because if everybody had that same mindset of let me work for myself shit i don't know where this world will be so sorry guys i gotta get going my cash, my client just got here um okay. but it was really great talking to you guys though and i appreciate you. Can you can you let them can you let the listeners know how to find you on um, social media? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, my Instagram is MissLala1, and that's M-Z-L-A-L-A-1. Um, my lingerie line is called um, Ulala Intimates, um, which is also listed on my Instagram page. And my bartending classes are also listed on there as well. I'm sorry my voice sounds like this. I was working at the club, so it's been crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, yeah, but all my stuff is on there, um, and all the links to my websites are on there as well. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate you for taking your time out and um, squeezing this in your schedule. No, of course. Thank you guys for having me. It was so nice to meet and talk to all you ladies. You guys are killing Thank me. You. There. So what I was going to say, um, we talked about the challenging part of um, being a mompreneur. So what would you consider the more, re- like what would be the rewarding side of it? Like what would you consider like, like why you do it? Um, I think the rewarding part of it is doing something that you actually enjoy doing. Whereas like you see, um, working for somebody else, right? You're just, I mean, unless you're in a field that you totally like, you know, picked for yourself and was like, this is what I want to do with my life. Usually you're in a field where like you're there because of, you know, the pay. And that may not be something that like you enjoy doing, but it pays the bills. But yeah. when you, you know, create your own business, um, typically... I won't speak for everybody, but typically it's something that you have an interest in, um, you know, or enjoy doing. So doing it doesn't always feel like a job, you know, and I think that's very rewarding. Um, Being able to like, you know, set your own schedule and create your own days or, you know, your own rules, your policies. Basically, you know, you running the show. I think that's also rewarding. And then, of course, when it's going good, that's I think that's the most rewarding because you want your business to do well. So when it's doing well, um, I think that's like, you know, overall happiness for me. Okay. Uh, I definitely agree with Sky doing something that makes you happy. I think that's like the bottom line, because I think a lot of people in life are just living it and they're not living it to like their own happiness. Like she said, you're just there to get a paycheck. And for some people, that's enough. 
you know mm-hmm. they don't need anything more but like like she said like when you're doing something you love like what's that old quote like are you really working you know like I mean yeah mm-hmm. you are but like are you really is this like a drag you have to wake up and do lashes like no you're like oh okay I got a client and then your daughter's like right there helping you so like it's just a um it's the same for me like and another reason why I also went into business is just so I can help other people especially women especially black women uh just because I know like coming up we don't know a lot of avenues where we get we get told to be like you know five to ten things that'll make you money when you get older and I want to be able to provide other resources for them so how I want to be to be able to do that I want to have my own money and I want to be on my own time you know so Mm -hmm. that's That's why Mm -hmm. I see it I see it and um like pretty much I mean I guess if you're an entrepreneur and a mom to have that patience to do both, I will hope you love what you do on the entrepreneur side. Because if you're able to balance the two, I mean, I would assume you love what you do because you you have the patience to keep doing it. So, and I heard um, someone say, if you're doing something that you love and you're not doing it to be the best, then why are you doing it? So, that's right. You guys have any advice for any mothers that are thinking about being entrepreneurs? Like they're on like the fence of doing it, but like they don't know if they should like pursue it. Um. Yeah, my advice would be if you're thinking about it, think a little bit, take a little bit more time, think longer about it. And if you're still thinking about it, then do it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> that's uh-huh. it. That's my answer. If you keep consistently thinking about something stop doubting yourself and just do it like you know yeah. like the, it's never gonna get done if you keep doubting yourself and do not let the fact that you're a mom a dad a parent whatever like Hello. you know uh Hello. stop you from doing anything because it does not have to stop you it's gonna stop you if you allow it to but you know a child is not the end-all be-all um like we said you know find that support system Take some time for yourself and focus on what it is that's going to make you happy and just do it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. For sure. My advice is to, dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh, to understand that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to wake up at six. You don't have to go to yoga at eight. You don't have to do all this and then have your business meetings at 10. Just, you know, get your own routine. Like, don't look at anyone else's success on social media. And I'm mostly talking to myself because that's how I feel like I'm supposed to be as a mom boss. But um, don't look at anyone else's success as a mom and an entrepreneur. Just find your own recipe and just go for it. Like, if it takes you, if you want, like she said, if you want to work your nine to five and then do your work on the side and then wait until you have that faith to jump full into it, do it. You don't have to be like, you know what? I'm going to quit this good nine to five and I'm going to jump. I have a plan. You know what? Do it to your own. Also, since we're on the topic of like quitting nine to fives, I do want to. I do want to um, point this out. Half of the people that you see saying, "Oh, I quit my nine to five and look at my business and all this stuff," that's usually what's done on social media, and they only portray the good. Okay, they do yeah. not ever portray. <laughs> how hard it was to get them to that position. They don't also tell you the backstory. Half of those people had a secure way of quitting their job to start their business. Mm -hmm. All right. Like they live with their parents. They don't have any rent to pay or, you know, um, they had, they had a way, they had another way, you know? So they, yes, they quit their job, but they didn't quit their job with like no, um, plan, like no, no plan B. They don't ever show you, you know, what happens in between quitting your job and then, you know, getting that Mm -hmm. successful business. So also stop falling for these, like, you know, social media gimmicks. That is not everybody's reality. Okay. So do not feel that pressure to, you know, quit or just jump out of the roof or, you know, jump out and say, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm going to do and I'm leaving and tomorrow I'm going to be a millionaire. It does not happen like that for (laughs) 90% of the real world, okay? So do not feel pressured by social media or what anybody else has going on. You move at your own pace. And when you are comfortable, if that is what you want to do, then by all means, quick. Facts. That's actually the reason I started this podcast, to, like, reveal the good and the bad side of entrepreneurship so that people could, that, um, 
that listen because I do an episode on each individual entrepreneur um aspect like real estate makeup artists all that so people listen to it and they can see what the good and the bad side of it so they can see if it's something that they actually want to do so mm-hmm. it's like you said social media sugar coats everything so yeah, yes. that's how they get all these likes is by showing, hey, I quit my job in 2020 and now I, I live in a $2.2 million home. Like, what's the real tea, sis? They don't show you their credit score, though. Right. Yeah, you know, that no one really, I think that's like <laughs> another one of my things is as a woman, entrepreneur, mom, person thing is to be transparent. Like, no one really wants to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I know you have like your tough times. So like um, mental health, what do you do to help with that? Like, Do you guys do yoga? Do you guys um, meditate? Or what would you recommend for on your downtime for mompreneurs? Get a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Get a drink. Seriously, like pour yourself some wine or something. I want to get into meditation because I was watching a movie and somebody in the movie was actually meditating. It was that Halle Berry movie that just came out, Bulls, I think. Um, And like she went to a meditate. She went to see somebody and they were meditating and and me just watching it. Like I felt so, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe how it made me feel. And I said, (laughs) wow. I think I need to really try this, but I don't do anything of that, you know, nature now. Um, I would say if you could find a babysitter, get a babysitter, even if, it's for, even if it's for a couple of hours, even if it's not for a full day, like take some time for yourself. I know it's hard, you know, being a mom, like that doesn't happen often. But when you do get that chance, take some time for yourself. Um, put your put your child down, you know, to sleep maybe a little bit earlier that one day. And even if you know they're going to wake up in maybe an hour or two, that one hour or two, take it for yourself. Don't focus on, you know, um, anything business related, you know, anything mom related. Just take that time for yourself. And even if it's just cleaning, you know, the dishes or something, whatever you have not been able to get to, just try to do it. Like, you know, just so you can feel a little bit more better. Um, Because I know like, you know, being a mom, things build up. Like there's some times where like I've run out of the house and I'm like, dang, I didn't wash the dishes. Like, you know, yeah you feel bad bad and then you come home and you're drained and it's like those dishes are looking at you and it's like all right well I'm still not gonna wash them right now I'll get to them in the morning like you know just do whatever it is that you are unable to do you know or fit into your regular schedule do that like you know whether that's getting a, a, a glass of wine for yourself uh calling a friend just to say hello finding out what's going on in their lives whatever it is you don't get to do you know or it's hard to fit your schedule into take some time to like just figure that out and do it and you'll feel like you know a little bit better because your focus is not just on being a mom or just running your business like you know separate yourself from the mom and the business life for a few definitely um for me give them to the daddy give them to the daddy (laughs) um for me I actually am just my son is six months and I'm just now getting into a place of self-care I Mm -hmm. just now started getting like facials and I mind you I do all this while he's at daycare um I just started getting facials I started pole like I am just now starting to I guess take time out for myself and it's so funny because even before I had my son I I didn't do any of these things I kind of like I said it was just one day and now that I have him I make it a point to take time for myself like Saturdays are me and my Sundays and then Sundays is just me and my son being lazy so it's just like um like she said like you just have to take time for yourself and when we talk about the dishes thing I am one of those people I feel like um if my kitchen is a mess which I clean Every day, all day, I think I watch twice a week. I feel like I am the worst mom in the world. Don't let anyone else is like the way they 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 mom, you know, dictate how you mom. I know that there's some people who feel like, oh, if my house isn't clean, then I'm just being lazy. And it's like, no, sometimes you're just being a mom. Like you just don't have any here. You just did lashes. You just did six people. Like, right. don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing 
how, being a being a mom, how you be a mom. I know ever since I had my son, that's the argument that I've been having with a lot of people that I that are moms before me. Um, I feel like I've been defending myself against other moms because they're like, well, you should do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. Right. So that's like something I would I would say. But yeah, like take time out, do something you've never done before. Um, my son does swim lessons, which I also like water. So that also helps me in self-care. I just kind of do anything really, just just to just to try it out. Got you. But that's good to know. <laughs> like, um, at least you guys are finding the time to like release your stress and like um be able to balance the mom life and the um business life so that you can move forward with it, like and not having too much pressure on you. So you guys have any like do you believe in like um like affirmations? Do you have any affirmations? Um, I do believe that they're important. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe they're important, but honestly speaking, I don't, I don't do any, um, but it's so funny because I know that they're important. Um, (laughs) I (laughs) I don't know why I don't do any, um, but it's so crazy because I actually want my daughter, she's going to start school soon. So, um, she, my daughter, uh, where we live at. Uh, she's not really around much children of color, I would say. And I already started to see, you know, some alarming things like insecurities or something just because she's looking at other people, you Mm -hmm. know, that are not, you know, the same demographics as her. So Mm -hmm. I actually, it's so funny because I actually just recently um, was looking up a whole bunch of like affirmation posters to put up in her room Mm -hmm. so that she could start, you know, doing those um but yeah maybe i should get some for myself yeah i mean um i don't know if you like listen to music on the way to work or whatever but like listening to them also helps i don't know if you consider doing that no i never considered it but i I think i'm gonna look into that Mm -hmm. um i actually do not do affirmations i don't know why i don't know why i can't get into it i need to um my son's not old enough yet, but I know that my son, by being a black man, that I do need to instill his own like identity to him before the mm-hmm. world tries to tell him himself. So yeah, no, I don't do affirmations. I really, I'm actually, it's really funny because I'm like a nutcase. Like I just get in my car and I'm just like, look, you're a bad bitch. You got this. Like that's my affirmation, <laughs> but it's not even like a, you know, the, the, the cool ones on Instagram where it's like, you are a beautiful soul and you deserve money. Like, I don't be having those. Mine's are a little ratchet. Mine's just like, bitch, who else is going to get this money? Um, right. that's, about it. <laughs> that's, that's as far as I got. But I am going to try to at least, I don't know. Like, how, do, how do you even incorporate uh, affirmations into your life? I know a lot of people say they wake up and they, they, they say it in the mirror. But mm-hmm. like, I wake up and I feel like a chicken with my head cut off. And I'm like rushing to get my son ready for daycare. So I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I I just recommend just listening to it on your whatever time you have because I know they have them on like Apple and like Spotify affirmations to listen to. So that's a really good idea. Yeah, um, thanks for saying that. I actually will look into that. Uh, what are like some core values you want to instill in your children as far as being like just a mom? Um, core values. Uh, Kindness, respect, yeah, determination. Mm-hmm. Um, honesty. I think those are really important to me. Like you know, especially you know, kindness. We don't have a lot of kindness in this world, yeah. um, and it's showing up in the kids from young. Yeah. So uh, definitely, always be kind. You know. Um, Always be honest and truthful to others and yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Determination, you know, hard break and determination. That's going to get you wherever you want to go. And respect, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. For sure. Um, same as Guy, I want my son to treat, like, I think this is a quote or something, treat the janitor like you would treat the CEO. Like, I want my son to treat everybody the same like she said 
you can see now in the kids that kids are are so mean to other kids about their skin color, their clothes, just what they look like. And I always, I never want my son to be a part of that crowd. Mm-hmm. I always want him to be honest. And one thing that I struggle with that I'm still struggling with is um, not self-awareness, but more like self-preservation, more like you got this, you can do this and stuff like that. I want my son to be very confident in that. So mm-hmm. like you said, respect, I want him to respect everybody. I want him to be honest with, you know, people because sometimes people lack honesty and it causes them to live in fantasy and I want him to under like I don't I can't find the word for it but it's really to just like depend on himself for if he needs to do some things like to really just like you know like if all fails like if plan b fails then he's like all right that's okay I'll figure it out I'll keep going like I always want my son to keep going I never want him to feel like he failed so he can never get back up um, those are some things that I struggle with sometimes. So I always want my son to know, like, when I was coming up, I always see my mom get hit and take L's, but I always see her get back up. And that's one thing I want him to also, like, take is that you may fall, but you always get back up. The Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times and gets back up seven times. So that's exactly what I want my son to know. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I'm not a parent, but if I was to instill any core values, like you got, both of you said it, respect. And I feel like that falls in line with being on time, like respecting someone mm-hmm. else's time and also meaning what you say as far as like being loyal and like just being true to your word. So those yeah. are two things that are um, important to me. But um, you guys have any book recommendations? Um, I'm actually reading a book now, Tabitha's Reading the Soul. I really mm-hmm. recommend that book. Um, Tabitha, like listening to it, I feel like it just, it literally feeds your soul. Like her book is what it, she says it is. Um, I recommend Tabitha's book. It just, she, she, she's a mom and she's a businesswoman, but she also tells you like her downfalls. Like one of the parts in the book, I'm not gonna tell the whole book, but this is my favorite part. <laughs> uh, she said that it took her 23 years to get to where she's at now. Damn. And her friend said, if God would have told you, I'm going to give you everything you ever wanted to ask for. It's just going to take you at least 23 years to do it. Would you have said yes? So I recommend Tab's book. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's persistence right there. 23 years? Oh, the the dream would have been over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a book, but I have an app that I would love to recommend to moms. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called What to Expect. Mm -hmm. And... It's so dope. Like, I'm telling you, this app got me through so much, like, from day one of my pregnancy, because what it does is it's one of those apps that, you know, every week it tells you how your child grew or what's new going on in the belly, Mm -hmm. right? But what a lot of people don't know is that also inside of the app, um, there's a, there's a, like a whole mommy group where like you put in your due date so for instance I was doing February 2018 so I went to the February 2018 group and everybody who was doing February 2018 it was just a whole bunch of moms going through it moms who already you know for the first time moms who went through it multiple times but it was so relieving because there was times where like you know remember I said earlier I was on bed rest for 17 weeks basically um Mm -hmm. There was times where, like, you know, something would happen, and this is my first pregnancy. I don't know what this means. I would go, and I swear to you, there will always be somebody who's going through the same thing. And then other people who have already went through it, oh, yeah, that happened to me. I went to my doctor. This is what it was. Like, you know, it was just so comforting. It was, like, I don't know, like, for me, literally, like, and I followed that group probably up until my daughter was, like, you know, one and a half so after going it's like you're going through your pregnancy with someone else like your your twin sister or something like you know (laughs) and and then you just watch these kids you know come out and then grow up and you're still going through it like you know that first year all those tribulations and it's just great it's really like a support group with a bunch of people you don't know but it was just really dope to have that and you know like any questions you know you know that I possibly had 
was answered. It was just really dope. And I think a lot of like new moms, first time moms, second time mom, whatever, like a lot of people, especially if you don't have that support system, like, you know, or even if you do have that support system, I just think it's a great app that I feel like all moms should know about it. Like and and continue it like even after you give birth. Like it was just really good. So it's called what to expect. You can find it in the app store. Okay. It's purple. That's a whole that's a whole gym right there for the mothers. So that's the um so we're gonna um we're about to wrap this up because i got one minute left but i want you guys to let people know or the listeners know how to find you or your business so that they can contact you for any services okay so um my personal instagram is underscore sky s-k-y-e-n my lash page is skies lash lounge um yeah i'm only on instagram that's where you can find me (laughs) gotcha yeah you gotta tap into tiktok <laughs> my Instagram is Marche Dejeuner, D E J O N Y. And that's like my Facebook, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Twitter. Um, I deactivate them very often <laughs> for mental health reasons, but mm-hmm. not so that's like where you can find me. Okay. Um, I want to thank you guys for being here. I know I squeezed this into your schedule and sky this was last minute so i want to thank you guys for just being here in general because i always say time is money so appreciate (laughs) you guys for being here thank you you. this was great yeah it was nice talking to you guys same my shade is a milf (laughs) (laughs) and you guys have a good night you guys have a good night and that's a wrap on another episode so um like subscribe let me know what you think about this episode. Drop a comment. And um, yeah, till next time. Peace.